Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Let's get to the deep and the nitty gritty of what hashtag I mom so hard's all about. Because we're assuming that some of you that are listening right now have probably, maybe you've seen one of our videos on Facebook or on YouTube, or you've seen us on Instagram or maybe our comedy special. This sounds like I'm like bragging, but I don't mean to. I'm just <laughs> figuring all well, the ways people also, might see us. I don't know. Angry in the grocery store. Yeah, you might have been scrolling through names and gone, well, this is a real specific fetish. Let me listen to this <laughs> podcast. It's not. You're going to be so disappointed. And if you came here with a boner, it's going to go away fast, sir. Hey, you don't know that. We both have these That's like true. very nasally Midwest voices. Midwestern voices. Start a party, if you know what I mean, a party in your pants. But what we're here to tell you about is how uh, this podcast sort of came to be. And it's it's a it's a story that lasts about four and a half years. But we're going to, for the sake of a podcast, we're going to try to <laughs> shorten it. Squeeze the, it into like 40 minutes. See what happens. Yeah, we're going to do what I do into my jeans and refuse to go up a size and just try to fit everything into what I currently own. Absolutely. We'll be tucking the butt of this story into the back of this podcast to try and get it to fit. So uh, let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. I'm Kristen. I'm Jen. And we're I Mom So Hard. That's right. And uh, we started uh, a video, a web series on Facebook about four and a half years ago. And the whole jumping off point was Jen and I were very good friends. Uh, we had been friends for, we, the jury, we're still unsure what the timeline is because we're both from Nebraska, but we did not meet in Nebraska. So when we met out here, we were like, well, we should just add like eight years onto our friendship. So we don't know if we've been friends for 30 years or 13 years. It feels like a lifetime. But yeah. we and started here, this as very way, good friends. Out here, by the way, is Los Angeles. That's where oh, yeah. this uh, podcast is coming to you from. And for the next few weeks, from our safely socially distanced homes. And we're looking at each other over Zoom. But one day, right. we'll get to be back in the same room. And I have to say that the last like two months, 10 weeks, whatever it's been since we've seen each other, is the longest we've been apart ever. Since we've known each other, e probably ever, ever. Yeah, I mean, ever. We call each other. Well, our husbands refer to us as wives to each other. Where's your yeah. wife? Where's your wife? Uh, you tend to get along better with my husband. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you get you. Uh, you joke. laugh at my husband's jokes too, which is really know, great. It takes yeah, a load we off help for me. Each other. Yeah, we help each other out. <laughs> I, I'm like. I'm like, Britt, I understand why you repeat a story. I get it. I do the same thing. I get it. If it's good, you want to milk it. That's what <laughs> I want to. I'll listen to it. I've listened to my husband's like jokes. I know my husband's one liners now for like when he sees a movie, like I was watching the hours and he goes, you should just call it the days. And I'm like, I've heard that 
47,000 times. Holds up. But we digress. So I bet it's good to talk about the husbands because they've been along for the ride with this the whole time and uh, help us with the podcast, with the videos, with the live show, with the book. I mean, name it. They have uh, been helping us the whole time. We started off as legit friends. People want to know. So we're friends and uh, both of us have a, a background in writing and comedy and performing but we really hit it off because we were like, well, there's another Midwestern girl who likes to drink and yes. swear and uh, drink and swear and exactly. make, make dips that are light beige. Delicious. Packed full of 4,000 calories in one serving. It's almost like if people need to gain weight, they should be our friends because that's what we bring to the table is something that actually breaks a table. Anyway, we bring multiple things to the table. They're all we dips. We bring multiple. Yeah, they're all dips. They're all bread-based. It's fantastic. So obviously, <laughs> <laughs> we're very good friends. We've been friends for a really long time. We, we're doing comedy stuff. We're living in LA. It's a grind. It's a hard town. Um, we both had kids. And we weren't spring chickens. And all of a sudden, uh, I have a son at the time. He's four. Jen and I are both. She's having Dashiell. I'm having Eleanor. And then Jen goes on to have Delilah. And in this time, you think to yourself, like, oh, the shot at anything happening in Los Angeles are over. Because not only am I 25 or 30 pounds over what I was before, and Hollywood clearly cares about that, I'm 40. So, like... At that point, I remember right before we did our first video, I thought to myself, I got to figure out what I'm going to do because I don't know how much more I can take in this town. The myth about uh, Hollywood, you need to be really like thin and young and pretty to be successful is not a myth. There's not a lot of uh, charm and being good at math that will uh, get you ahead in the acting world. But that's why I thought I think. I'm, we're so proud of what, what happened because I think the two of us got together and I remember this one very important night that Jen and her husband and her kids came over and uh, I had the wine already poured and Jen walked in and she was wearing a, a fedora. And so I knew that meant she had not done her hair in many, many a week. And she instantly started crying. We sent the husbands outside and the kids outside and we started crying and laughing and crying and laughing about this mom game. Cause we felt like it was like, nobody told you the real deal. Nobody told you how your life would change so dramatically after having kids. And that the, a lot of it was kind of painful and isolating and, t- and terrifying. And you feel like you suck at it all the time. Yeah, well, at the t- at the moment, it was all like happening or like coming to a head. Is that Kristen had one, and she had her second, and I had my first five weeks apart. And then I was like, "Oh, this baby thing is hard." And then, uh, you know, two years later, I had my second, Delilah, and the shit really hit the fan because I was not functioning well as a human being, and so. I asked Chris and I was like, what, why didn't you tell me this? And she's like, I don't know, man, I was busy. I had like two kids. I don't know. Like, I'm in the shit too. I don't have it figured out. My son's using the F-bomb at school. I'm, I'm nobody's gift. Kristen and I were so lucky because we found each other funny. We always cracked each other up as friends. And then somehow managed to, when we were saying like, 
oh, I didn't realize how like less of a human or irrelevant or that I could never get back into the game. I felt like just after having a baby and Kristen would tell me how she had peed in a diaper on the freeway or something. Or I would say to you, stop being a crazy woman because you were like, I have, you know, Delilah's already six weeks. Should I be working out? I'm like, God, no. Like from the outside perspective in, you just need that person to be like, hey, man, we're all doing our best. You know, those parts in the in a movie where like there's two girls in a bed and they're like tweens or they're like little and they pull the, the sheet over their head and they have flashlights on. I feel like that's what motherhood is like, except it's a scary movie. And you're like looking at each other and you're like, wait, did this happen to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did this happen yeah. to you? Is everything okay? Am I normal? And social media really like sets it up for you bad because you can really take a good angled photo to make it look like you are really on vacation a lot. Uh, have super like perfect, well-behaved, beautiful kids that wear matching clothes. Everything that we would see on social media was like, oh, you should just try harder. Or it was like way too aspirational or super depressing. Or super scary. Like if you use this, if you like use this wet wipe, your kid's butt's going to fall off. And I'm like, God, I don't read enough. So then you're terrified all the time. It's just like, so, so Jen said it that night. I remember it so clearly. I can tell you what she was wearing besides the hat. Uh, She said, well, maybe if we like show a video or something of what the terrible job we're doing, then maybe moms will feel better about the job they're doing. And I thought that felt so good. So we thought, you know what, we're going to shoot this video. We don't, we don't know what that means. We don't know what that looks like. We both knew that we love doing comedy together. We were like, let's give this a shot. So we both agreed we should be Kelly and Regis that I would be Regis because I'm the more masculine one. She's got the voice for it. I've got the voice for it. Regis. I've got the height for Kelly. That's all. Yeah. You and the blonde and pretty. And so we figured out quickly what our roles were. And uh, we went to Jen's house and we were the best fake versions of ourselves you've ever seen. Jen was wearing this very weird, like a shirt you wear underneath a blazer and her boobs were exploding because she was nursing. And I had a giant cystic acne on my cheek, but I was like, don't let anybody see how it really is. Don't show the truth. Be perky, (laughs) be happy, be laughing. motherhood's great. It's just like a beach picture where everybody jumps at the same time and dresses are flowing in the air. So we started shooting and to be that peppy, I remember feeling like, I don't think I've ever burned more calories. And this explains why Kelly is so thin. It was, we were, we were so hot. I don't even know if we had hired a babysitter, if we were just like, let's see how it goes with the kids watching Jumanji in the other room and order a pizza. <laughs> we'll see what see what the baby does with that. But we it was so hot. It was like a million degrees that like Craigslist light we bought was baking our skin off. It was great, though. Yeah. Blew out a lot I, of flaws. I have like rosacea that like goes from my like the corner of my eye down to my chin, but we didn't care. We shot it. and I was so proud of us for shooting it. And then we were like what is this thing? And we didn't really know, but we did know one thing happened that was really important. And this is a good lesson. (laughs) Your fails, your fails are the, are the shiny object. So we were in the middle of shooting our very peppy intro to our very first video. uh, And uh, I was sweating through my cardigan and I said my name and I introduced my kids because we thought that's what we were going to talk about was our kids. And we realized don't talk about your kids because nobody wants to talk about that. And then 
I introduced myself and my kids' names, Finn and Eleanor. And then Jen was stand, sitting next to me and she introduced herself and she said, my kids are Dashel. And then she just like went cold and I saw her face and she had fully forgotten Delilah's name. And I was like horrified and it was wonderful. It was like, it was like a joy I had never experienced before. Like your pain was such a delightful <laughs> moment you laughed so hard at me and I did you even I don't know we can post the video we can show put it on Instagram and Facebook to show everybody because we liked it so much but did you even like back me up and remind me what her name was or did I I finally Uh, yeah but I made I made fun I made fun of you about it first but I had fully peed through my pants so I didn't stand up for the next hour because I didn't want anyone to I mean not like a little dribble like when people are like oh I tinkled like I I full like pelvic floor lost my shit it was like a Santa Claus laugh yeah Yeah, it was it was delightful and I have to say though in my defense okay Delilah was four months old when we tried to do this and I shouldn't have been trying to do anything at that point I I was not even street legal, like to drive. I was so out of it, but I didn't, I knew I would forget her name because it wasn't my first choice. There was a big (laughs) issue about name choice. It was a strong second, but it wasn't my first choice. So like passive aggressively, I had blocked it out, but she was four months. She wasn't going to come if I called her name anyways. There was no point in I remembered it on documentation, even though I still forget everybody's birthday when I have to like fill out paperwork or whatever. Always. But I we always laughed go with at the, it. Yep. We laughed at it. And so we, we didn't know what this thing was. So he, we'll bullet f- forward so we can get you guys uh, up to speed. But we, so we did this video and Jen forgot Delilah's name and we posted that to Facebook, just to our personal Facebooks. Cause we were like, we don't know what this thing is, but we want to show you this one part. And we might I just brag about vlog, my- but. <laughs> yeah, Jen called it a vlog. I'm like, which sounds like a sneeze. Get... Yeah, you guys, we started a vlog. It's gonna be right next to the fish at the microfiche at the library. Sounds like a, a German dance move. Yeah. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you a pamphlet in the mail. Uh, so we. So I have to brag about Jen because we had all this footage, and I was like, I think we need to edit it. And she goes, Well, I'll just learn how to edit. And I'm like. What do you mean? So she went and took literally watched tutorials on YouTube and learned how to edit our videos on iTunes or on uh, iMovie. Meanwhile, I'm thinking to myself, well, she did that. I should probably do that, right? I could not have hated something more. So I very quickly said, I'll just be our business person and do all the posting and do all the, (laughs) I don't want to, please don't make me edit. And thank God, thank God we'd be dead. We would not be here. We would not be here. (laughs) You'll, you'll find out. If you listen, hopefully you will subscribe to the I'm Mom So Hard podcast. But Kristen has um, four screens going in her head at one time. I only have one going and it's usually like antique glassware. So it's we have very distinctly different speeds. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms, and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pickup, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, it usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh huh. And sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all Mm -hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it. But... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate. But I'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Kristen. Oh, man. We're heading into spring cleaning. We're heading into spring everything. And I couldn't be more excited to talk about bowl and branch to boot. What makes you feel like fresher and lighter than a good night's sleep on nice, clean, super soft, luxurious sheets? Nothing. I mean, Bowl and Branch brings it. And I don't know what magic they have in these sheets, but they get softer as you wash them. And I honestly, there's nothing I enjoy more than knowing at the end of the night, I get to pull back my comforter and just squeeze into this delicious bed that feels like it's someone giving me like a horizontal high five. That sounds sexy, but so are Bowl and Branch sheets. It's true. It's You can feel the quality immediately. Immediately, okay? That's right. I'm telling you, if you don't think that we know what we're talking about, there have been thousands of positive reviews. They're the best-selling sheets. They feel incredible on night one, and they get softer with every wash. They feel buttery soft, even super breathable, so they're perfect for warm months ahead, and they are loved by millions of sleepers. Get this. There are over 11,000 five-star reviews. Yeah, they're 100% organic cotton, and they're completely free of toxins. And I feel like you can tell. You're going to be able to tell right away. They have a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month if you don't love them, but you will. You can send them right back. Here's one thing I'm going to tell you that's really fun is we are renew we are redoing my daughter's bedroom. We're switching bedrooms for her so she has a big girl Ooh. bedroom and the first thing we're going to do is get some bowl and branch sheets so she can every night feel very special getting into her bed. I really just hope that it also helps her want to make her bed. But Look, as long as she sleeps in that delicious thing, that's all that really matters. You know, you can also get her uh, a bowl and branch blanket now that they have. They're like these cloud-like duvets, fluffy pillows, Mm. so many more things. She's very, very lucky. And there's all sorts of colors and there's all sorts of prints and it's just very beautiful. And it really does feel like you're doing yourself a real favor. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code hard at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code hard. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, the, that's good. It, it ended up working out well. So we, we posted that first video and 
as just sort of a, to see, like, let's just see what happens. Like, what, what do we care? So we put it on our individual Facebooks and all of a sudden we had like 5,000 followers or 5,000 views or something. Yeah. And we were like, we don't know all these people. I have a lot of cousins, but this math doesn't work out. Yeah. This, this is more than my birth announcement. So then we made a Facebook page and we started posting videos and we did the sexy ones right off the top, which were, they were like hemorrhoids, hemorrhoids, spanks, body hair. I don't know. Whatever uh, you want to call a boner kids wiping killer. boogers on your shirt. On your shirt. Breastfeeding in front of seventh graders on accident. Like name the follies of motherhood. And that's what we talked about. What we were really trying to do is just really solidify our place in Hollywood as a uh, uh, love interest. Sex symbols. Sex symbols. Yeah. Anybody that would be on the cover of Sports Illustrated swimsuit models. For sure. I got to say, though, too, uh, is that we both were like, uh, we weren't really into comedy that was like jokes about how to tie a Bjorn on. We were like, I am trying to be a human being besides the fact that I have two small human beings, like the worst roommates ever sucking the life out of me, literally literally sucking nourishment out of my body at the time. Like, that's not what's funny. Like, I I want, I would like a few seconds to talk about myself because the like the rest of the day was committed to them. Well, and that's what we figured out so fast. We figured out, you know what, when we get together, like, first of all, you, this, we, we wanted to treat the camera like a third friend because we were saying, you know what, you never have to tell us you love your kids because we already know, but let's talk about yeah. anything the fuck else because they yeah. take over our entire lives and our bodies and our fashion and our cars and then all of a sudden we're part of this just a mom group i'm like what happened yeah well, no we are we we feel we are much too cool for that but i i we both felt like man it'd really be great to have something like fun to listen to or to see when you're up all night breastfeeding when you're up all night then waiting for them to come home cuz they're past curfew like something that is like makes you feel like hey life goes on and i will tell you short long story short the web series really took off all of a sudden we had like hundreds of thousands of followers to millions and it was like grandmothers saying where were you guys 40 years ago and it was fantastic. We we then very quickly referred to all of the people that followed us and all the people that commented as the moms. Does that mean you have to be a mom? Absolutely not. We love our single ladies. We love our dudes. As long as you stay in your lane. Uh, we love, we love all everybody that's followed us. The comments were the thing that literally lit our fire in the beginning because without that, I don't know that we would have the this the the endurance to do it. I mean, it was like yeah. It was so wonderful. It was so like you felt like I can't do anything wrong if I have the support of all of these women. It felt like you're at the greatest party you've ever been to and not a lame party where you sit around and hold hands and do kumbaya. This is like women that are out for a good time, have a strong sense of humor, know how to make you feel better because they tell you their yeah. terrible stories like the mom that told us her <laughs> her kid fell out of the, the car and she didn't know it. We're not precious about everything. And, and it was so nice to be like, these women can joke about the most important thing in their life. And that's like so nice to see. And they need it. They need somebody that like gets like, it's a big gall darn deal to get to a meeting at 9 a.m. If you have two kids, if you get there on time, if you have showered, if you have washed your hair, if your kid has made it to school with the lunch, like 
Yeah. The lunch. Well done. A lunch. Any no one lunch. Else literally a, a snack yeah. bar. We did a video called I Swimsuit So Hard. And it started by me sincerely calling my very dear friend, Jen, and crying and That's saying, me. I just tried on swimsuits and I hate myself and I hate the swimsuits and I hate dressing room lights and I'm I'm miserable and I'm awful and I don't deserve to be in a swimsuit. And my very dear friend, first of all, tried to make me feel better, but then very quickly was like, I think this is a video. And I was like, I think it's not. I'm in the <laughs> TJ Maxx parking lot bawling. So I don't want to do that. And then she said, we have to do a swimsuit video. And then we went to TJ Maxx. You like flabby. You're never standing straight in one of those suits. So unless you're a swimsuit designer, that's like, Hey, what is this going to look like at a 90 degree angle? You don't make swimsuits. It's not fair. If you, so I, when we got, when we bought these suits, people always ask, where did you find them? I was like, TJ Maxx in seven minutes. What do you think? We don't have all day. We got to go get the kids from the sitter. We found those suits so fast. And yeah, I remember, Oh my God. I, I am very hard on myself. I don't like my body most of the time. I work really hard to like myself, even though I know I'm imperfect. <laughs> it's a journey. So when we <laughs> talked about doing a video wearing suits, I was like, oh, yeah, this is my own personal hell. This is literally terrifying. This is the thing that I'm most scared of. So we we shot the video and I saw the footage and I literally at 2 a.m. texted Jen and said, I don't want to do the swimsuits video. So then I texted her again the next day and I said, I don't want to do it. And she said, I, well, let well, me just show you I, this edit. She said, no, no, I hate it. Burn it, destroy it. I don't want to do it. And I said, I'm your good friend. Okay. Let me re-edit it. So my good friend, Jen, edits this thing six or seven times, six or seven times. And we're getting ready to go to Seattle to do one of our first tour shows or our test shows to see if the tour will go. And that's an important thing. And so <clears throat> I tell Jen, I say, dear friend, Jen, I would like to uh, think about the video posting uh, and we can talk about it at the airport. And Jen's transmission of that was go ahead good friend Jen and post it while you're sitting at the airport so I got to the airport and I was like I'm I just need another day okay she's like oh well I already posted it so then I thought you know what I'm just gonna be okay with it I, I liked the edit I was just scared and I thought to myself on the plane as we got on how many people can actually see it? I mean, how many people would actually see it? And when we got off of the plane, two and a half hours later, 14 million people had seen it. 14 million people saw my worst moment. But I don't it think ended it was being 14 really great. million in two hours. It was, it felt like 14 million, but it, it was, was definitely absolutely. 5 million. For sure. It was uh, wrong. Wrong. It was 127 billion people saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember I turned on my phone and like this chill went down my spine and I like look back at Kristen, you know, or look to the my side because like, I'm sure we're bing, in that bing, last bing, row. Bing, that yeah. Notification, notification. And it was uh, everybody had already seen it, but it was we were like, okay, yeah, everybody does feel like we do. We just have to like tell the truth about it. You know, we just got to be honest. So we, we went on like a U.S. Tour. Little we of a U.S. tour. A little bit of Canada. 
we're, we, we went on a U.S. tour with our children and our husbands in a tour bus. And as sexy as that sounds, when you say it out loud, it is not sexy as it's happening. And in fact, what we like to say is that whoever got the tour bus after us just left with like nothing but pink eye and hand foot mouth disease. It, I mean, it was, um, we went in there with a lot of big ideas about, uh, how memorable it would be. Um, and the kids actually, uh, they They did great. They loved it. They want to go back and do it. Uh, both, both Kristen and I and our husbands are in counseling because it was <laughs> tight quarters with a bathroom you can't poop in till you get stopped. Yeah. At, um, little bit of trivia Jr., so. for you guys. Little bit of trivia. If you ever go on a tour bus, you are not allowed to poop in no. the bus on the bus. You're not even really supposed to pee because it's just that tank. Anyway, gross. If you're somebody that it's has like an RV, for an emergency and Everything, everything was happening like at, at one time. Oh, we should probably like a few weeks before we actually went on the tour, two significant things happened that were um, slightly distracting. One is my dad started dying like the day. Don't make a joke. Well, it's true. I mean, that's life, man. It's that's true. what happens. Like if for a mom, like nothing stops for you because you've got other nothing plans stops. going like and guy, I love him. Like. We can talk for days about it if you want to. God love them. But the timing could not have been worse. And we had gotten this deal to develop a show with Warner Brothers, which was a dream come true. And so much work. It was so much work. And to be on the road and a small moving uh, camper van with people you used to like and really don't need to be around for, you know, like we, as much as we love each other, I love my husband, but I was like, you need to get out of my face. Like both of us I, were, it, it was literally like, we're going to, we're going to hunker down. We're going to do the job. We're going to get two hours a night where we get to go to a great party and have the best time ever. And then after that, it's going to feel like somebody punched you in the face. And then we're going to get on a bus and go to the next city and we're going to do it all over again. And at the end of it, we're going to feel like we're tough as fucking nails because you're tough as nails when you come out of something like that. But it was so that was a tough time because you were going through so much with your dad. And at the same time, equally, we got to do this great thing, which um, we don't talk about ever because <laughs> we don't get to show the product, but uh, this wonderful woman named Danielle Stottdyke with Rob Thomas's company at Warner Brothers wanted to make what we did it from my mom so hard into a TV show. And we were real on board for it. And we got to shoot like a $4 million pilot with CBS that didn't go. So it will never see the light of day, except I have a copy on my computer and someday I'm going to leak someday. it. And I don't give shit. Someday. Someday. We'll it's like water. Some- it's watermarked. Some days when it's all Mad Max. And there's no attorneys to sue us. We'll let you guys see it. It's such a long process. But basically the short end of it is we got to turn what we were doing in I Mom So Hard into a pilot. And we got the news. And I was trying to call Jen. And she was in freaking Mars. And I was like, what the actual F? I was up still. I, you guys, I go to bed at 9 p.m. So for me to be up that late, it's going to be a shit show for everybody else the next day. I was so angry. So I happy and angry. And like go like trying to figure out how we're going to be on this tour bus and all this stuff. And it was such a good problem to have. And yes, just to answer your question, I was still crapping the whole time, not losing a single pound. (laughs) It was very important for us at the very beginning to maintain consistently doing a video a week. It was something we took very seriously. It was something we, we didn't let, I mean, it became something like if we didn't 
post on the day, on the hour, we felt like we were behind. And we did that for like 62 videos in a row. Like, yeah, we probably should have kept doing that, but it's impossible to maintain with just the, oh, it's just well, us, you guys. It really, I am certain, I'm certain I was getting a pap smear at one time and I was like, maybe cut out that second line of the I third know, 1, deal. And, you were, you were. So can I, can I say at this point, there's a big break in the story and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you guys, because this becomes an important through line. It's not me crapping. It is actually sexy. So at this point. I take a swing at figuring out Instagram, except I don't know how to do Instagram. So at one point, Jen and I have this little chat about how we think this guy, Jason Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa, we think, wow, he's really sexy. He's like on Game of Thrones. By the way, I was three years behind Game of Thrones when it came out because I did not watch it until Eleanor was born. So we both were late to we Game didn't of Thrones. No, we didn't know that anybody had noticed what we were noticing, which is that Jason we Momoa. Like, Have you guys was... seen this guy named Jason Momoa? And they're like, yeah, like two years ago. And we're like, whatever. So you we did what? a video. There's, there's a lot of seasons and we're very busy. So we watch what's and important. And we just, we watch that season over and over and over, over and over. And, and every time my Husband got lucky in 2013. It was because of Game of Thrones. I don't remember the exact chronology and the exact chronology doesn't matter. Although I will tell you it happened at some point in the last four years. And this particular story about Jason Momoa really stands out in my head because it was oddly embarrassing and devastating. Oh, it's the most, it's the most devastating, but we got to first tell how we can even say that we have a relationship with Jason Momoa at all, because that sounds like we're dating and that sounds sexy. It's fun to say that, but it's not, it's not true. true. It's not, it's not true at all, but here's what happened. The short version is we did a video about Jason Momoa and all we did was trolled his Instagram. And I was so bad at Instagram that I didn't see that that cool guy literally left a comment that was like a paragraph long on our first post. And I never play it cool. It's been a problem. And because I didn't know how to do Instagram, I didn't check it for like 16 weeks. No shit. Real truth. 16 weeks. And a mom on Facebook messaged us and said, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Jason Momoa fully commented on your, and then I started bawling and then I called Jen and I, I couldn't breathe. I wasn't I making sense. I started fully masturbating. Masturbating. Yeah. It was like, I was, me. yeah, I, I didn't have enough hands. I was crying and trying to like hump my pillow and talk to Jen. It was too much. That's not so, true, but it was very exciting because like very I exciting. Mean, we're not as core demo. We're not as like it's an MMA crowd God, no. or like a porn star kind of crowd. And the fact that it was these two 40 year old moms, that's not true. We're 27. The fact it that it matter. was these two moms geeking out over him and that he would take he the time cool to about message it. us. We were like, that's awesome. Yes. And he was so from then on, he followed us on Instagram. He posted stuff. I mean, he's like been our hero so much so that as our audience grew and we made him our hero on our tour, I will DM him if I have too much ambient. He is nice and oh likes our pictures. And sometimes we share an he Instagram will. so he doesn't know who's messaging him. And I'm no, sure I always say like, it's that Jen. blonde is crazy and it's fully the brunette. Yeah, I know. I think he knows. I think he knows. In fact, I just slurped my drink. So, you know, when you were talking about Jason Momoa, I went like, 
Let me drink. You're like, like oh, an let animal. me get a, let me get a sip. Let me get a sip. He's a um, tall drink of water. So Jason has been very good to us and we don't know him. Just so you know, we don't know him. We just want to know him. And on, on a, uh, well, I just want to have a conversation with him and not, him not biblically. Shirt. Listen, listen, not, it's not, we're no match for Lisa Bonet. In I any know. regard. I, I, I love her equally. I, I love him because he loves her. I love them together. I'm sure that they're like the sexiest couple you've ever met. And I'm just going to be the weirdo eating popcorn watching. But I don't care. I'm don't ask it. me who you think is the more tender lover between the two. Because I will tell you the truth. What do you and think? And I believe it to be Lisa Bonet. I think so. I think she's... You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lose track if we start talking about this. I'm gonna I know, I'm gonna go I down back the road. on track. I can't back come on back. track. Okay. So anyway, so so we get this comment on Instagram. It leads to this really fun back and forth. So much so that the fancy people at Aquaman reach out to us about 27 hours before the opening of Aquaman, and they say, "Would you like to do a screening for the ladies of?" Of, of your page free, but we cannot guarantee that they will get in. We are going to make it the busiest part of Los Angeles at the worst time of day, 5 p.m. And we cannot guarantee that Jason Momoa will show up, but we want to tell you this and you can't tell anybody he is going to show up. So and basically we say, what they said is you've got 20 hours like this is this is the makings of a great like adventures and babysitting movie where they're like <laughs> you've got 20 hours to get 450 moms who need babysitters to brave LA rush hour traffic and to find parking Ugh. at the Grove which is a solid $18 if it's a penny get their girls and get their BT dubs they might not get in and we couldn't say anything about the fact that Jason Momoa might be coming, which was one zillion percent the reason that we wanted to do it. Yes. So we we say, of course, we take all of those factors into consideration, but we've already said yes and are like humping our chair at this point because we're like, oh, my God, he's going to show up because his plan was he was going to go to the Conan O'Brien show. And on his way, he was going to pop by and say hello. And there were 20 people in the audience and two of them were old men on scooters. And I thought to myself, oh, God, what's happening? And then I heard no one showed. And those two men are because your husband is running out into the mall traffic <sighs> trying Hold to on. convince people to come in. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. We had to we back this up a little bit because we posted moms had to RSVP for their tickets. We Ugh, flew so Jenny hard. out because she's such a huge fan. Like we flew I people know. in from Nebraska to get the chance. And I even said to her, I was like, I can't guarantee, but they're trying to get him there. So it's worth it to come out. Just see. And I said, a lifelong I friend. can guarantee. I said, I can guarantee I'm friends with Jason Momoa. He's going to show up. No, I didn't. But that's what I basically, I, I think I did say that to many people. I was like, just show and up. So we, we got, we, we packed like half the house, which was like, I happen to feel like saying, hey, 
you may or may not get in. Can you find a babysitter? Come hang out and see this movie that you are going to have to take your kids to in the future anyways. They don't know that Jason Momoa is going to be there. They just know that we're going to be there. We're not going to do like a whole show. So it was like, I mean, it was it was so hard. So because the theater wasn't full while we're like meeting all the moms and doing photos and stuff like that, somebody came up to us. So I'm like, intern, I can freak out. It's so embarrassing. It goes, <laughs> He's not coming. Hey, um, by the way, uh, so they just called Jason. He's not he's not going to he's not coming. And, I, and Kristen was like, he's he's not like her lip was shaking, but not in that like upset. And the like, no, she's going to fight someone. She's going to break off a bottle and stab mad. somebody right now. Yeah. She was so mad that we had to like clear the area before like because we we're like, wait, we got all these people here. Like, yeah. The thing I was frustrated with, I mean, besides all of it, is that. Like we had just everything working against us. And I, I was mad at my own like confidence. I was like, we can make it work. We'll do yes. Just, you know, instead of like, we gave up tickets to go to the actual premiere to put this together. And the thing is, is half of the women there did not know that Jason was even going to be there. They were there for us, which was so awesome. So you can't have a fit because the other part isn't, they don't know. So I, I was so disappointed for them because we were going to have this thing and this big event and he was going to come out. And then, and this is why I publicist love Kristen. comes up with she, her snot. She, Kristen says to the publicist, how many more people do you need? Cause they wanted it to be a full theater before they would bring him in. So if there's like photos and stuff like that, whatever, she's like, how many more people do you need? And they were like, we need it. Blah, 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 full. So her husband, God love him goes out into the middle of the grove and just starts grabbing every Tom, Dick, and Harry he can find. And he's That's like, literally it's who air came conditioned. In Tom, Dick, and, and Harry. And there were two guys in Rascals. And Kristen's like, who are you? <laughs> like, you had women in heels. And then you had these two guys in, like, Fila jumpsuits. Uh, they were, like, 88 years old. Yeah. And they were like, I can't hear it. I'm like, well, this isn't for you, buddy. So this we, is the worst oh, free God. popcorn I've ever had. Yeah. That, and that was, hard. that was, it sounds like such a bougie, weird thing to complain about, but it, it felt like such a letdown because we had worked so hard and he was so great and he's been so nice to us. And then to, for him to know that like we didn't deliver, but also I keep telling myself like, we have moms. That's our, those, we're looking out for them. And the moms cannot leave their kid at 5 p.m. to go against traffic, whatever. It doesn't no. even matter. Like, so I'm mad about it when I think. So then I just drank a lot and wanted to fist fight that publicist. Cause, yeah. What's the, there big have been multiple times deal? that we've, I, I don't want to make it sound like it's all been really cool for us because we, there's another time we almost fist fought a publicist. And I would like to say, it was probably because I had had one too many uh, free drinks. Oh no! Uh, before the Bad Moms Two premiere, and uh, like every cool experience that we might have, we do have some ability or gift for making it kind of go south. Because so we we're on the red carpet, we get invited to do this Bad Moms Two premiere, and then Kristen inadvertently. Sniffs Justin Hartley, definitely purposefully, um, and his publicist goes bananas, 
And I don't know why, but every time somebody makes me really mad, I picture them being in like a neck brace or like, I don't know. She was. I saw her in her full charge. I've never seen a woman of her stature run that fast at me. I I was like, oh my God, I think she's going to throw a shoulder. She was, yeah, she was like four foot five of just pure anger coming at us. And then yeah. again, some like 25 year old intern, because they can't even send the top brass to kick us out. They got to get somebody who's like doing it for college credit to come over and be like, yeah, you chicks are out of here. And I'm like, who are you? I know. All I remember. Important. This is, this is how cool we are. We, we've, I, I had never been to a red carpet before. So of course I'm like so excited. And then we get all gussied up and I'm wearing this jumpsuit that I hate and I'm wearing heels that feel terrible. And I realize like, this is literally like this part of this part of this is different for me now. Like I want to be comfortable. I want to feel good. Anyway, we go to the red carpet and the whole thing with the red carpet is you have these photographers that take pictures of you. And the way they do it is the publicist tells the photographers who you are before you go on the carpet and they take your picture. So the publicist gives our name and goes, hi, this is hashtag I bomb so hard. And all the photographers put their cameras down. Literally. They were like, and no, we thank just, you. They, Jen was wearing a dress made of reflectors. Like we couldn't have looked like bigger assholes. We literally, like literally the lights were like reflecting off her dress. And the photographers went to check to see if like the other pictures they were taking of people were working. So we didn't go down. We didn't do that one time. This was a like a U-shaped stage. So we had to go through five other areas of photographers and none of them took our picture until the very end. This woman who was like 120 years old and she was like really surly and lovely. She's like, I can tell you ladies have never done this before. Here's a couple things. You got to put your foot out. You got to turn sideways, whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh does that mean you're going to take our picture? And she goes, nope. <laughs> no, we she wasn't. So they had an open bar. Thank God we get to the party and there are interviews going on. And yes, I smelled Justin Hartley because it was hilarious and it made my friend Jen laugh, but it did not make the publicist laugh. And so they kicked me to the side and this little intern who looked like she was three foot seven, by the way, because I was wearing these monster heels was like, you just need to stand over here. You have been kicked and off the red sure carpet. I had taken my heels off at that point, BT yes, dubs, because I was like... I didn't get to eat today to fit into this reflective dress. So that half of a signature cocktail really did me in. The shoes are coming off. Well, and I had your other half. And the attitude's coming out. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, what are you talking about? And the party was sponsored by Amazon or by Alexa or something. And we were like, we were like, we don't even want to go to your dumb movie, but I'm taking 16 of these Alexas home for presents. We were just shoving them into our bag. (laughs) But here's the funny. So the big, like huge company that does all like the Bad Moms franchises, this company called STX. Here's where we spill. Here's where we dish. Like, the people that we met there were lovely, although they're probably 1000% responsible for getting us kicked off, at least for not having us stay. So much so, there was this woman in head to toe, amazing Gucci. Like, I didn't even know. Like, she looked out of a catalog. She looked like she was out of a magazine. Like, they, they don't even make I was that say woman. catalog, Jen. Like, is that? Yeah. Where I get we're the at, Gucci catalog, of catalog. course. I get the you Sears the Gucci. catalog. Gucci's going to slap I, you. I also get that Harbor Harbor Tools catalog too, because I don't know why, but it comes to my house. Thank you. But so Kristen 
goes up to this woman in like in her beautiful way and is like, I know what you're wearing is very like fancy and designer, but I just want you to know you look incredible. You are a vision, not in a weird way, just in a complimentary, like, I'm sure you already know it. I don't want to tell you something you don't know, but get it, girl. And this intern comes up out of nowhere. The tween. The tween. The tween comes up on me. She was like the gopher on Caddyshack. Like her head would just like pop up out of nowhere and be like, who are you? like back and forth looking at us like, who, who are you talking to now? She yanks Kristen away with her body because she's so scared that Kristen's going to like. I know. I'm still, I'm on red carpet jail. They haven't like physically removed me, but I knew that like I was probably was probation. I was on the, I was on the quick route out. So then I was like, well, I don't even want to go to your movie. I was so mad. That's our first red carpet experience. Yeah. So uh, we're oddly, we haven't this. really had another one, but we did. We were like, let's slam all these free drinks. Let's pour. Let's like shove these into our purses like all the Alexas. I, and I then took we'll so go to In-N-Out Burger. We got we got like um we got asked to write the book by a couple of publishers. The one that we picked was actually this um feminist literature publisher. It's Harper One, which they were like. We got offers from all the big dogs to write this book, but we picked the one that was like going to let us stick to our voice more than anything else. And she also brought us a wine bottle with our faces on it and nobody had, had ever done that. And we were like, I did right back. Me. I'm like, you, Saving if forever. you bring me, that's all I kept looking at. I was like, man, her marketing plan is great, but she, my face, literally all she did was print it out on her, on her printer and then put Computer it on the label but i thought that's good you know enough. what yeah that's that's good enough i don't you whistled and danced me all the way to the finish line on that one and she had a baby she just had a baby she's awesome it's Hillary. She's fantastic. Hi. so we got to do the book we got to write the book but before you write a book who knew you do these fancy meetings where everybody comes in and wants to talk about everything book your concept and, and what you envision the book to be you're nine hours in and you've been on a plane the night before you've had four hours of sleep and you've been eating food and drinking pop all day. And then, uh, the fancy <laughs> meetings. <laughs> pop is a very Midwestern description oh. <laughs> of what's happening to her bowels right now. So then everybody knows you have too much, oh. too much of the carbonated stuff. Oh man. And all the food, like, you know, the thing is they also the Midwestern in me is like, Oh, they bought a sushi. We got to eat all of it. So we ate 40 yeah. pounds of sushi through the day. So who knows? Anyway, cut to, uh, our very nice, uh, person who put the meeting together, wanted to take us to a celebratory dinner at a very fancy restaurant in New York, oh my God, which made me very so nervous. It was no, so she had been fancy. nervous all day. She had been nervous all day, and also uh, got you can take the girl out of the country, but you cannot take the country out of the girl. Like she, Kristen gets gets to New York, and she's like, "Oh man, we're in the big city." It's like all it is. It's delightfully overwhelming for you. It's so exciting. Like it really yeah. is. You, it was like. Do I have to remind you and, of what that trip? What that trip entailed? Do I have to remind you of what happened during that trip? That's what? when I took the fake Uber. I just remember. Oh, God, yeah. That's what she I didn't even. She just some dude, just some guy gave her a ride home from the airport because she yep. like it's so wonderful. I she thought survived. I was going to be in the That's back the of a car. That's the only wonderful dead. part about it. 
But we, we're in this like tiny boutique French restaurant with like all these oh. like fancy people to celebrate. And I mean, there's like 10 tables, 12 tables in it. And they're just, they're ordering everything. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Literally, they ordered everything except for things I like to eat. So I had had like a plate of French fries and four bottles of very nice wine. Because I'm not a fool. I'm going to drink it if it's in front of me, especially when it costs that much money. I'm just seeing dollar signs. I'm drinking dollar signs, you guys. That's it. Yes. And Kristen's tummy is upset. And unfortunately, because she's excited. That's what happens to her belly. She gets excited and her belly's very reactive. And the bathroom in this chic boutique restaurant is like a urinal next to our table. It, it was like a dressing room. It, I, was there a curtain, Kristen? There was not even no, that. What, it, was it was a like, barn door. It was a barn door. And I remember thinking, I can see Jen from here. I can see Jen through the yeah. crack of the barn door door. And there's and no fan. It felt like no fan. It's nothing but an echo chamber in there. It literally looks like 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 an outhouse in the middle of this chic restaurant that mm-hmm. they chose to do because mm-hmm. that's kitschy. I'm like, oh, God, this is going to happen. And I'm in the middle of this fancy French restaurant. And like, I feel like the second it started happening, like Bird, the guy we were with, like, bang, you know, was like chinging his his uh his wine glass to yep. give a toast i, I want to do a toast like, where's kristen i'm like uh she's in the restroom it'll be just be a second let's wait for and then there's this like line of stockbrokers behind us that just like got, they're like they're, what there's only one is there they're like asking the maitre d is there one in the back can we even like the chef's bathroom what is we'll go into wherever the wait staff goes, but it's this tiny like brick. I don't know what it it used to be like a a bootlegging place. I don't know. It was so so terrible. I like, I exploded like I was a, like a Datsun. I don't know. It was just like all, all all of my, (laughs) it made the sound of Datsun. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. And And I came out and I was like, Jen, my pants are unbuttoned. I'm so uncomfortable. I don't know what to do. And then she's like, we got to get out of here. So then we went out and I was like, can we just go to a bar and get like a regular beer? (laughs) We did. We did. But I want to say I did my best, Kristen. So we're so close to this bathroom and I had an idea what was happening in there. So I did so much fake coughing and like I was, it, I was like, <laughs> and I would do like, if anybody would say like, sure, we'd like more bread. And I'd be like, <laughs> like just trying to like cover the cacophonous sound that was coming from this bathroom, you guys. And I was like, we need to get away from these people. Ugh. We just need to have some Ugh. like Miller lights, Coors lights. What We just need some shitty beer and to like put this facade oh. down for a little bit like it was and by the way i, I went to the bathroom in the pub we went to and it was like it was giant and it was perfectly soundproof i'm like what is it with that french place like they need to hear you like losing your mind it's a fatty it's a fatty cuisine i can't be the only one <laughs> we had it was your first entree into duck who knew that it was gonna was go like, through your system that quickly <laughs> that that dunk kofi kicked my kofi ass i was like oh <laughs> shit but then uh, here's the thing. I, I've never dealt with this before. I mom so hard. I've never been like, I have now like Pavlovian dogged myself into shitting whenever I'm nervous. It's like, it's in it only when we do work stuff. 
I, I honestly, I, I don't think, I don't think I have a bowel movement unless I'm nervous with my mom so hard. And then I, well, then I'm, <laughs> I find it endearing. You know what? I do. And everybody poops. So we have, we have Febreze on our rider. That's how sexy I am. It's fine. Who has oh, a boner yeah. now? All you fetish people so, yep. that were listening before. We've got Febreze. Breath mints and super plus tampons on our rider. It says yep. hot and, as you can get. And granola bars, because we're like, we should eat something, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I need fiber or I get backed up when we're traveling. Look, she's the opposite. Listen, we've what, got opposite issues happening. We've got we've got it's all it's all bowels. It's all bowels and uterine. Uterine uteruses. So what? I guess the exciting wrap up is uh we didn't get a TV show. Uh, CBS was like, uh, well, this was back in the day of Les Moonves. Where's that guy now? At least we're more employed than that guy is at this point, which is nice. He's got more money than we do, but what come at me, Les, how are you going to hurt my career more? You said no to my dream. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Uh, I think he said these chicks are too fat. We don't want this show. And then he got out. He did not. Did he? Oh God. Maybe. We don't know. This is what I imagine. This is what I imagine. It's how my brain works. No way. We we made it to the he, the thing about the pilot is we made it to the very end, and then they went with one that is currently on television now. So at least the one that beat us what is one? on television now. What is it? The neighborhood. Like oh, we can't we can't them. beat out Cedric the Entertainer. Right. That guy's been on the stage since he was like eight and he's like 72. I don't know if that's right, but that guy's and also, legit. Like the whole, that's come fine. On. I'm good with that. It's I, the, that's listen. That's I'm fine with, and, I'm fine with that one, but I do feel like we're not done yet. We're not done. We're not done. We're still oh, cooking. No. We're still making oh, no. it happen. We're yeah. going to do a, uh, um, our big plan is, well, this is what we have planned is we're going to do a movie uh, with Jason Momoa and we are not going to be the leads but we are going to be the people that he has to French kiss the most. (laughs) I'm totally fine. I I didn't know where you were going with that, but I was like, we're going to make a porno and we're just going to watch because that sounds like a lot of work. And I don't want to disappoint the guy more, you know, life's hard for everybody. I don't need to add sadness to his life. Uh, we are going to write a kids book. We did write a kids book and that's coming out. So the other the other heat we've got going is this podcast. How's that going? What do you, get? you guys pretty good in? I I just hope that you guys know that we have just started podcasting and Jen and I got off subject yesterday for two straight hours and then we realized oh that's not what we were supposed to talk about. Oh, so we're getting nobody we're wants to hear this about out. our taxes. What? This has been weird, but we decided like we need we need to do this because we have all these things that we want to talk about and we've been wanting to do a podcast for a really long time. And so we get to sit and like look at each other, at least by Zoom for a while. And uh, this is hopefully the most you guys get we've ever listen. talked about. This is the most we've ever talked about ourselves ever. Ever. Okay. I don't want to like, I'm not, this is another one of those things that we can cut out my stammering, just so you know. Hopefully, the (laughs) world of technology. No way. Keep that that. in. Keep that in. Keep that in. Kristen and I talked about like things that we wanted to say. Like, if you didn't know us, like, here's the things that we've 
that we've done on this journey. Here's what we see like happening with this podcast. Um, cause we know it's a commitment of your time and we appreciate it. We don't want to come up here and just ramble like we did the first time we tried to do it. That's, we burnt that. That's, uh, that's off the table, but what was I saying? Oh, we made this <laughs> list of things that we wanted to talk about. And Kristen read me her list and I go, yeah, I forgot we did a comedy special for Amazon. I forgot that we did because of homeschooling. And my remote I, learning, my Jen, kids are s- remote learning. We don't want to get a bunch of emails. I'm not doing a bit of it. All I do is turn on a Zoom. All I do is turn on a Zoom and then harass my son about doing math. Like, did you do your exit ticket? Please. Zern, did you get on Zern? Yes. So I entirely forgot about that because there was so much else like going on at that moment that like, you know, you if you have kids, they, they they eclipse your life no matter what. So we were hoping like, well, maybe this podcast is a little time to like, you can have a drink. You can sort of virtually chit chat with some friends. That's us while we chit chat with each other and like talk about the shit that's going down in our lives. Yeah. And just so you know, we like to talk about the shit that makes no difference whatsoever. The stuff that is it lifts your mood. We're never going to get serious. We're never going to get political. We just want to have a good time. This is like the party that you should feel like you can let out the button of your pants, kick off your shoes, sit with us on the sofa. Was the thing about Finn's teeth, because I seem to recall driving somewhere in the car and you just like looking at your phone and putting your head in your hands because, and, and then you showed me a picture that Finn had lost his tooth. I refer to 2018 as the year I wasn't there, which isn't fair because we were doing so many cool things, but I didn't make it into a picture with my kids in 2018. There's like three of me. My, my kids, teachers didn't really know who I was. I would, I I missed some pretty, pretty important moments, but I had a, a, as you will come to Jesus. And I was like, you know what? You're going to do this one thing. You get to do it. It's in the right spirit. You're going to, you, it's for your family, but you get this one year to sort of get it. And you have, I know you felt the same way, but I had two in school and it was like such, it was so brutal. And Finn just kept losing teeth everywhere we went. That was an important thing. I, when he was, when I was in New York, he lost a tooth. He would not lose a tooth if I was next to him. But the second we went somewhere, he'd lose a damn tooth. And all I want to do is the tooth fairy stuff. I'm so, it's the shit I, it's the stuff I, that is the stuff I live for. So I. And you raised I, him so right though, that didn't he just yank one out at Subway Sandwiches one day? We, <laughs> yes, we went to. <laughs> We went to San Diego as a much needed family trip when I got home because I was like, we are going to make up for lost time. And Finn had a slightly loose tooth. And I think that kid, just to show that I was there for one of them, I think he yanked it out of his mouth and it was like a gusher. And I was like, oh. and I, we lost the tooth. <laughs> he drove home I literally, from San Diego. Yeah, yeah. I lost the actual tooth. I get one shot at it and I lost the tooth. So I was, it was literally the most terrible I've ever felt about myself in a moment. But I also was like, you gotta, you gotta live by the rules that you're putting out there. Like you gotta give yourself a break. Cause I wasn't doing anything that another mom wasn't doing that 
it, it works for a pharmaceutical company and is on the road or no, we, we, we constantly, you know what I mean? we remind each other all the time. Like there has been no traveling vacuum sales man who's ever been like, oh man, I'm really missing out a lot of my kids. Like yeah. they're like, thank God I'm not there for, uh, all that like difficult stuff, but all the like difficult stuff is like what moms live for. Yeah. We want to be a part I, of that. I'm telling you, I've told you, I've told you this before. I, we've had so many incredible moments and I'm not sure what feels better, like performing for 2000 people or literally perfecting the best beef stew in a crock pot you've ever made in your life. And your yeah. kids eat it. You're like, there are two mountains that I have climbed today. Like that's our One. life. It's awesome. It's awesome. Thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. But I do remember that time being like, this is the most awesome thing we've ever done. I know it's great. I am super grateful. But if my son loses another tooth that I'm not there for, and then I felt the need to cut Eleanor's bangs right before I thought I'd give her a at home haircut. So that was bad. And every picture I saw, I was like, they look like they don't have parents. Oh, yeah. They. <laughs> They mine uh whenever I come home, they call me dad or whoever <laughs> like the babysitter has been, they call me by her name. And I'm like Do you remember when Dashiell would call you by your first name? He would call me by my first name and he said to me, and I quote, I only see you on weekends and special occasions. And I'm like, I'm gonna write that in your baby book, and then we're gonna talk about it in twenty five years. When you can God. see how mean that is. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. My husband, it was I, so whenever we were on the road, I was like, I, I need more pictures because I think your husband's really good about that. And I was like, hey, dude, like send me pictures. And then he would send me pictures and Eleanor would be wearing like Finn's old Texas A&M t-shirt and like her <laughs> hair. I was and like pajama bottoms and like pajama yeah. bottoms. I'm like, brush her hair, brush her hair. <laughs> So. I know, but dads get off. Dads get like dads can one thousand percent do that. My husband one time texted me when we were on the road, and he was like, "Oh, uh, this teacher at the school put braids in oh, Delilah's yeah. hair, and it was a school she didn't go to. They were dropping Dash off, and then he was going to take her to preschool. But they felt so badly about the state of this child." that a teacher braided her hair. And I'm like, did they give her lunch money too? And like do a Christmas present fund? Cause that's what our family looks like right now. Cause you are not <laughs> together. But isn't it he interesting though, we met that, that actually they, the, the, our husbands do a fantastic job. They're and awesome. it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing because you, you it's get different to go without the mommy like, touch though. It's different without the mommy touch. But the biggest thing is like, you're, we get to go to these parties with all these women going on tour. You go to this show and it's literally, it's just, it's probably more fun for us. We have literally the best time, but to get to that best time, you're doing planes, trains, and automobiles, and you're sleeping in yeah. different hotels. And I, I don't do very well with hotels. And then I get very, you know, we call it the fourth day blues. Like we have a rule where we don't travel more than four or five days because by day four we're both you just ache for them you ache for the people that sort of treat you the worst <laughs> so like yeah. you, you you're calling home and they're sort of like working without you and I'm like hold on everything should be crumbling and you guys are yes. functional and now yeah, I feel you guys are fine. resentful I feel resentful yeah. it's terrible yeah it was great 
Terrible and great. That's motherhood. That should be a t-shirt. <laughs> I think if I have to remember right, body hair might have been like our th- third video we ever shot together. Cause I know we did some of, some of them out of order, but I remember very clearly that was the first time we shot at night and I went to your house and I had, <laughs> I had a babysitter and I went to your house and I got a speeding ticket on the way. And I was so mad. No, I got a cell phone ticket talking on my cell phone oh, yeah. ticket. And I got to and your it house wasn't and even was on your upset. ear. You were speaker phoning. No. I was speaker phoning and I got pulled over talking to my mother. I'm sure I was getting some notes about overall performance and I get to your house and I'm wearing this LA Ram shirt. And I remember like being near tears and you were like, you know what? Let's not, let's not do it. Let's just have a couple glasses of wine and relax and like no big deal. And I was like, that sounds great. So I got her. Yes. So that sounds great. So we have a couple glasses of wine and then you and I were like, you know what? We're feeling good. Let's roll camera. And your husband was there. So he like got behind the camera. And I remember in your house, it was 101,000 degrees. And we, it was so hot. And I kept the wine stupidly in this front window where it got baked all day. And we were drinking hot wine, but my brother had like signed me up for this wine club and (laughs) it was good wine. And I was like, we're drinking it. You can just like (laughs) chew it. The wine was so hot and it was like we were drinking Sharpie. Both of us had the most, like, it was incredible wine teeth. And as we were talking, we had this other point to make. And then I came out with the fact that I had nipple hair and I have never seen my friend Jen so mortified in a moment. And we laughed. So all I remember is if we can do this and get to a point of laughter every time, like we did in that moment, because I looked over to your husband and he was laughing so hard that I could see his shoulders shaking and we were all and sweating. And he was making like a high pitch noise. Yeah. It was that, that's when, you but know, I wasn't, on, that should be what it is. I wasn't like horrified, horrified as though like there was something disgusting about it. I was very concerned that you would regret saying this in a recording and that I would probably post it even if you said no, because that's what kind of friend I am. So I was like, whoa, I got to take this drink away and make sure she's making salad choices. And you were like, it needs to be said. I shaved my nipples. And And it was off to the races. Your poor husband. (laughs) Your poor husband. I think he was in shock and like, like I was talking about my hairy lip and all my, like, by the way, you guys see a three minute video. We shot for like 14 hours. So like your husband, I got, I went, I went very, I, I felt like very empowered in a moment. I had had, I was powered by very expensive, fancy wine that gave me wine teeth. That was the most inebriated we've ever been on a shoot. I can say safely besides- well, that's another that's thing. That's the most it, hammered it, I've ever been on a shoot. Well, it's a little, I don't know if it's disheartening or just funny or interesting, but people always think that we're drunk when we do the videos and we're like, no, this is just how we talk all the time. This is like what we talk about. Man, um, there's a I couple mean, that I'm like lit like a tree. There have been a couple. Well, they've been Christmas ones. That yeah, might, champagne well, right to my head. Are always my favorite. Yeah, I love to give Kristen champagne because all of a sudden she's like, "Take my keys." It's wonderful. <laughs> I know. 
I know. I'm like always leaving. I should just leave my car at your house because if I have like a half a glass of wine, I'm like it, the responsible thing to do is Uber. But then I never have my car. <laughs> I'm Kristen. And I'm Jen. And we're my mom so hard. <laughs>